welcome, 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 welcome. This is a separate show. I am still Metro Malik of the Lansing Made Web and uh, Stuff podcast, interviews, things, and stuff. This would be the arts and entertainment. So you might see in the title A and E M M and M M. I'm Metro Malik. And I'm Mike Marriott, the arts promoter. All right, Mike, I'm so glad you're here. You're a, you're a cool cat. And, uh, I you're, try. Well, you're a weird cat, too. Yes. And uh, t- tell everybody where you're from. Uh, I'm from Peoria, Illinois, originally, um, but I worked uh, a long time in New York City uh, in arts administration, which used to be called show business. <laughs> so so Pe- Peoria, I've seen that on a map. Illinois. So people from Michigan forget Illinois is as long as it is because we go to Chicago and then don't talk about anything else for the most part. Where is Peoria? So it's uh, central Illinois, downstate. So and and don't feel bad. Most people from Chicago forget about the rest of Illinois, too. Um, But it's in the middle of the state, halfway between Chicago and St. Louis. Okay. What's the capital of Illinois? Springfield. Springfield. Where is it in relation to Springfield? Northwest. Okay, this isn't like a geography test per se. I'm just curious. Fair enough. So, so you have to go further south in order to get the capital of Illinois. Yes, because Illinois is long. Yeah, it's yeah, it's that's what four hour, five hour drive to get through Illinois. From Chicago to St. Louis is six, and if you went from top to bottom, it'd probably be an eight hour drive. See, it's I mean, it's not Texas long, but it's but it's Michigan long. Yes, I mean that's a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to like. You know, you got a plan for that. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not going to be in Chicago. Going, I'm going to go to South Illinois today. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. That that normally doesn't happen. It's like, hey, let's so go is, down to Peoria. Is that <laughs> is that where you grew up? Is that where you were born? I mean, yep, that's where I was born. That's where I grew up. Um, so did you graduate high school in Peoria? Yeah, I went to Dunlap High School. Dunlap, one of the greatest names of a high school of all time. <laughs> What what did you what was your field of study? So when I was uh, in high school, I did uh, I was a tap dancer. And, really? Uh, yeah, I was a tap dancer, and then um, want to hear a racial story? I'm down. When I was in high school, I wanted to be a tap dancer. My father said, "No son of mine is gonna go out there entertaining those white folks." Right? But I'm watching TV, and I'm like, uh, "What's this guy's name?" Gregory Hines. Gregory so, Hines. I'm like, Gregory Hines has got to be making bank entertaining white folks. Like, what's your problem, bro? So then as I got older, I realized, oh, my dad grew up in Jim Crow. So he's got a whole different perspective going on. So I, all that to say is, man, I wish I could have learned tap. We could have done a thing. Yeah. But I didn't. It's so. an entirely different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. So did you... What'd you do with tap? Do you still tap? Do you got shoes? Uh, I th- I still have shoes and I tap uh, sporadically and not anything, not not yeah. all the time. I'm not putting a show on tomorrow. But or you anything. you could because most people. I mean, you yeah, could it's do like a, you it's could like do riding a, a bike. Yeah, it's you just sometimes you ride songs. your bike off the road and down <laughs> the path and into the gully and you know. So then, what made you go to uh, New York City? How old were you when you ended up in New York City? I was. Uh, how old was I? I had just turned 28. Yeah. When I got to New York. So I went to college as a tap dancer, and then I discovered arts administration in college. Wait, as a degree in 
tap dancing or so I was. Drop. That's what I went originally for was to be like my goal was when, leaving high school. I'm like I'm gonna go dance on Broadway eight shows a week and oh. go on a co- and then that yeah there's a <laughs> there's a level of commitment to get there um, physically like the you know all of it um, right and uh, the one thing too is I liked playing sports in high school and when I went to college on a dance scholarship like I had the performing you know, bug that I, that I really enjoyed and that fed, but then I lost that com- competitive aspect. So when I got into arts administration, it was like, oh wait, so did you sell out the show? Did you get the grant? There were suddenly, I could compete again. And oh. so I think that's why I trans- in college I switched to more of a uh, arts administration slash show business. Uh, Interesting. Degree. So then you got your degree. Did you go to New York just cold? Or did you go to New York for a job? I went for a job. I actually worked for a national dance competition, and uh, that it, was based it was an office manager that was based in New York. Based in New York, yeah. And then they went around the comp- country and they ha- yep. held, put on these dance competitions. Yep. So if somebody, you, I'm not asking you to give up the name of the business, so that's not where I'm at. But if somebody won the competition, what did they get? So you get trophies, scholarships, uh, different awards. Um, they had different uh, classes and stuff that they would give out that you could take, like master classes at finals and things like that. Was so. it something like a, a parallel to a pageant? But dance? similar, similar, okay, but more. To just put it in perspective. Yeah, myself. I would say more like a figure skating. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. Where there's different levels of awards and you know, gold, so silver, elite. Hold on a second. Yeah. Is there some a whole subculture of tap dancers out there just doing things that I have never heard about? Tap dancers, ballet dancers, so it's jazz like that. dancers. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've never, never put two and two together like that. Yeah, so I'm a next. I'm supposed to see my dad next month. I'm okay. gonna tell him about this. Yeah, bro. I could have won awards, money, bro. What's Got, up? Gotten a scholarship to go to college. Got, yeah. But no. <laughs> yeah, my grades didn't get me into college. My tap dancing did. So uh, all that to say is uh, if your kids want to do something, let them try it, man. What's the worst that could happen? They could fail? You know what I mean? Right. At least they know. So now this all leads up to like why you're here. You're the arts and entertainment guy. You're the artist promoter, and you went to New York, and you had a job at this uh, how long were you at that job? With the t- t- I was t- with the dance competition uh, for a couple years, and then I actually um, became the head of marketing uh, for Delcy Kirkland Ballet in Manhattan too. So that in was Manhattan, next, in, yeah, in New York City. You so lived in Manhattan. Yeah, I lived on Long Island and worked in Manhattan. So I have fun uh, Long Island Railroad stories. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's just a level of success on itself. You know, I want to talk about that. I want to delve into New York. A little bit. I know we're we're gonna have a topic about how cool Lansing is, but you've got New York history and you're saying how cool Lansing is. That's that's an interesting thing. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna take a pause for the cause. I'm gonna wet my whistle a little bit. We're gonna come back, and we're going to be. It's the Arts and Entertainment Show with Mike Marriott, the artist promoter. Hey, hold on, hold on to your hats. We'll be right back. It's Metro Malik of Lansing made. And I found somebody that has something that they love about Lansing. Hi, everyone. I'm Brittany. 
Um, I'm not from Lansing, but I went to school here and now I live here. And one thing that I really, really love about Lansing is having the lug nuts right here. I think it really makes the downtown area fun. Uh, I love that they do $5 games for students. I'm not a student anymore, but last year I went to probably 12 or 15 games and it's $5 for a ticket. You cannot beat that. And then they have the bed band, which is 15 bucks. You get five drinks. So it's like $3 a drink. You can't beat that deal. And it's just really fun uh, to be able to go down there. If I'm ever looking for something to do, I just head on downtown to the stadium and I get to watch some baseball and enjoy the good weather if the weather's good. So yeah, I really love that. All right, go nuts on three. One, two, three. <laughs> go, go nuts! nuts. <laughs> it's Metro Malik. We are here with Mike Marriott, the arts promoter. This is the arts and entertainment show talking about arts and entertainment in Metro Lansing. Mike, you lived in Long Island. Like, I know I'm, you know, silly. Like, I think of uh, what's her name from my cousin Vinny. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yes. about. What's it? Fran, uh, Fran, Fran Drescher, yeah. right? That's about all I know about Long Island. Yes. Even when I was in New York, I don't think I didn't make it to Long Island, but I made it to Manhattan. That's a big spot, man. I mean, it's a big little spot. Like, do you know what I mean? It's big, yes. like tall buildings. It's, it's what yes. a mile long. Yeah, let's put nine million people into this. Yeah, that's a bunch of tiny It's a big islands. little spot, yes. like a million people in a mile. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they're all in these tall buildings. But then you were the, what was your job? So I was the head of marketing for uh, a ballet company there. Uh, in How? I am daunted. Daunted trying to reach 450,000 people in the metro Lansing area. Daunted. Like, I want to get 1% when I reach, when I promote something like an event like 517 Day. All the billboards, all the signs, all the taxi signs, all the bus station signs, all the signs that are in a sub. How, how, how do you get through all the noise, man? We, well, we tried to make it very personal and, like, connect it to the neighborhood in New York we were in. Okay. So we were in Tribeca and Lower Manhattan. And okay. so what we would do is we'd actually go to, like, community board meetings and p tell people about the events that we were putting on. And in New York, every you know, everybody loves to have their allegiances. You like the Mets or you like the Yankees. You like the Giants or you like the Jets. And so I'm thinking, I'm thinking this, and I'm going, okay, so there's great ballet in Midtown. Another company. There's great ballet up on the Upper West Side. We're located in Lower Manhattan in downtown, and so we were basically to the community. We're like, we're your ballet company. Okay. So when we're doing all these events and everything like that, it was they they took that ownership of this is ours. We're going to support it. Got so it. So that's kind of how we that that that's kind of how we did that, and we sold out. You know, oversold the show, which was fun. Um, nice. Was time. Yeah. Nice. So, so, and how long did you do that? Oh gosh, what was that? Uh, it was a couple of years, and then I uh, and then I started my own business there after that. Right. So, yep. So, the arts promoter, <laughs> and then when did you meet the person that brought you to Michigan? So, what actually brought me to Michigan? Um, my wife and I, uh, we we had met in Long Island. She was born and raised in Long Island, um, but growing up in Peoria. 
Um, Wait a minute. Yeah. You got a- somebody that was born and raised in Long Island to come to here? Oh, she fell in love with Yeah, she fell in love with it. Nice. Oh, yeah, she was the first one to fall in love with it. We came for a Detro- We came to Michigan for a Detroit Lions Thanksgiving Day game. Because my grandfather was born in Michigan and he brainwashed my dad into rooting for the Lions and my dad brainwashed <laughs> me into rooting for the Lions. I mean, it's a it's, special kind yeah. of fan. Yes. Got it's it. It's weird, but, you know, so we came for a Thanksgiving Day game and we just we just fell in love with Michigan and the community and all the stuff. and Yeah. You know. Because it it's a different kind of big here. Yeah. Had you been, had you visited Detroit and places in Michigan before? Nope. Really? Nope. We had never. We, had never, we just showed up. How? Here. It was the 75th anniversary of the Thanksgiving Day game, and I'm one of those people, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to that game. Really? And then. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So you, besides an auxiliary connection, mm-hmm. you didn't really have a connection. It wasn't like you had been, oh, our parents had a cabin at such and such, and no. we had visited, you know, every nope. other year, every so often. You're, every- you you came to wow. Everybody you, always asked me there. I was like, "Oh, do you have family in Michigan?" I'm like, "Yes," and they're all buried in Owasso. Um, <laughs> so that was, yeah, that was that's that's my connection. So, and then, so what did your li- wife like? What did she fall in love with? I think just like how everybody was very helpful in the community and stuff here. Like that's kind of the things that we experienced, and and there was this positivity of. Um, just we're Michigan, sometimes we're down, but we get back up and we keep going. And my wife describes it, because I wasn't there when this happened, but my wife was in New York when 9-11 happened. And she said, after 9-11, everybody came together and everybody was like, are you okay? How can I help you? Is everything all right? And she said that when she got to Michigan, it was like that, but all the time. And that's what she fell in love with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm not going to delve into the psychology of that because I'm not, a doctor or something like that but like <laughs> well here's the reason why the country came together mm-hmm. and that was a beautiful moment in time i understand i'm talking about one of the most tragic things that happened in the united states of america on our land right but how people were communicating checking on each other i mean it was a sense of sadness that resonated and lasted a long time but the fact that we reached out in the way they did because um, all right imagine that feeling of like helping each other out in this land that your wife felt like that she realized was all the time imagine the uptick like how good that was like a warm hug mm-hmm. just to leave your front house for a while yeah so i get that that's awesome and so you know they call east lansing one of the friendliest uh cities in the nation it was in a you know one of those studies from a right. while back so uh, you moved here. So what year was the game, the 75th anniversary? 2014. 2014. How, then how long did it take you to actually move to Michigan? We moved uh, Labor Day weekend 2017. So we just did some trips after that because we had to confirm. Like It was like, oh, this is great. And then the next year we were like, well, let's go back to the game again. That was fun. And then, oh, we really love this. And then the next summer it's like, let's go to Michigan in the summer because we had only come in the winter. Um, so oh, now, yeah. <laughs> wait, you felt – that's right. You fell in love with Michigan in the – ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. You sure you guys just aren't weird? Th- no, we're weird. No, okay, that's, just yeah. checking. Oh, yeah. As long no, as you know that. Yeah. I've I mean, I'm not knocking on Michigan, but winter – Renner's rough. Yeah. Oh, our friends in New York were like, "What? You're what now? Where are you going?" Because you have to drive here. You don't have yeah. the transportation that you have in New York City. 
Yes, you also don't have the traffic, though, which is great. Well, there's a double... Yeah, it's a double way of looking at it. I don't have to go, oh, it's 3.30 in the afternoon. Guess I won't be getting on the interstate till 7.30, so... (laughs) Right. (laughs) There's that. I was in New York for, like, five days, and I was like, how do people do this every day? Because I was in New Jersey... uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. New Brunswick? No, Bernardsville. Bernardsville? Bernardsville? It's it's, it's spelled Bernardsville, but it's pronounced Bernardsville. I don't know. But it's Jersey, and it was a minimum of 45 minutes to get into the city to transfer to where you wanted to go. Yeah, it's... So that's how you deal with time there. All right, 45 minutes to start. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Then you're on your way to where you want to go. Right? Right. So that makes a lot of sense. My whole time I was there, I was like, how do people get ice cream all over? <laughs> how? If you have a quarter ice cream and it's August in New York City, does that quarter ice cream make it home? My answer is still no, because nobody's giving me an answer. Just carry a cooler. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we kind of went over. We're going to come right back right after this. Metro Malik here of Lansing Made, People's Champ. No matter how you found this podcast, I do invite you to visit LansingMade.com. LansingMade.com is the one-stop shop for fun things that are happening in Metro Lansing. As we build the website to fit your wants, desires, and needs, we hope that it is a continued resource for you to find the fun in Metro Lansing. And thanks for listening. I very much appreciate it. It's Metro Malik of Lansing Made, the people's champ. We're here at the uh, studio of the podcasting stuff, interviews and everything. I don't want to dwell too long because this is fascinating me about how you made it to Michigan, Mr. Marriott. You you made it to Michigan by falling in love with it in what, December? Something like that was yeah. when the football yeah, game was. Yeah, late November, early December. Early yeah. December. And so, like, and you're in Detroit. And I'm not knocking it, but it's, like, it's slushy, man. Right? <laughs> it's kind of slushy. It's kind of windy. It's kind of gray. Yeah, but everybody's used to it. Like, everybody knows how to drive. And it's it's actually, the snow's not as bad in Michigan as it is in New York because there's actually places to put the snow here. Where in New York, it just piles up, and there's no there's nowhere to put it because oh, because there's, there's no too many s- buildings. And there's things. buildings, and there's yeah. All right, so we talked about, and the reason why we kind of delved into your like you know your school and everything, you know, without going too deep and what you wanted to be when you grew up is like you you pretty much lived your life breathing entertainment. That's that's your genetic makeup. Yeah. So when you see Lansing what do you see as far as the next big art spot yeah yeah people made movies in New Jersey until they could make movies in California so it's that's how I kind of see Lansing and Michigan in general is the next spot where a lot of arts is going to be happening and a lot of artists are going to end up and there's there's all right so we have I'm I'm trying not to answer the question for you because I know it part of what you're going to say. There's two <laughs> reasons for that. One is economics. Yep. Speak about that. Because when I think of Art Mecca, we think of places like New York, where you were. Right. But rent's too damn high. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, it's like everybody's just pushed into like, you know, it's like a two bedroom apartment with like eight people living in it. You know what I mean? So it's just uh, the affordability has gone. And it's it's a thing, too, if you're an emerging artist or if you're somebody who's just gotten your degree, you know, you you graduated from uh, a university with your degree in the arts. And you're like, OK, now I'm going to go be an artist. All right. Now I'm going to go to one of the most expensive places to live in the world. And I don't know anybody. And off I go. Right. You know? How do you do a show? <laughs> how do you create your stuff? How do you pay rent? How do you know right. where to go? How do you, like how do you maneuver the subway system? Right. You run out of time is right. what happens. There's no time to you're like, okay, well, I have to live and survive, so I have to do a job that does that, and then now I'm gonna have time to create I don't have time to create. And now I have to do all your the business. Energy. And, yeah. Energy. It's gone. And so that was one of my biggest things when I was uh in the service industry. People think that's just an easy job. Like you just, people looked at it like, well, all you got to do is just take an order. I'm like, yeah, for you and fifty other people <laughs> right. at once, right? And you all want five different things, so that's like, I don't know, I don't know math. Twenty five thousand things I got to remember right. tonight, right? Right. Like that's you're not- you're walking in, you're sitting down at a restaurant, and and your food is literally showing up. In your like on your table in front of you, right? Like, you let. What did you do to prepare that? You didn't hunt. You didn't gather. You <laughs> sat down and food arrived. So, um, that energy level that that sometimes is needed to create sometimes isn't there. And I love the energy of New York. It is truly a city that never sleeps. Oh right? yeah, but it's exhausting. Yes. And you don't even realize the pace that happens. So I went, I was in New York, and then I went back and visited my friends in Peoria, Illinois, and I'm walking around, and like everybody's like, why are you running? And I'm like, what? They're like, slow down. And I was like, oh, I'm just at a different, I'm just at a different pace. You're right, at a different sorry, frequency. Yeah, it's just, you Fre- get to that pace, and you just go in and, and that's, go. You know, I went to New York older in life, and my friends, had, you know, they knew it, and they, you could tell, I, I could tell the New York, just that zing and they're like you know you're doing all right you could you could live here you should move out here and i'm like no bro (laughs) you just said that the cost of your garage to to garage your car is what i is more than what i pay for my house yeah to house your car yeah costs more than what i pay for my house yeah right yeah so no and then i saw your condo condo which is the smallest apartment i've ever seen like not ever, but like I've never lived in an apartment that small, and it's a condo yeah. that you paid hundreds of thousand dollars for. Yeah, and I'm like, what did you? What would you expect well, me to do out there? It's not just that too. I mean, it's even like it's like drinks at the bar. Like you go in, and it's like I'd like a craft beer, and they're like, that'll be eleven dollars. Like, Where's that place though? Uh, oh, I, I'll have to think of it later. There's a cool spot. It's the oh my god. It's actually very price reasonable because I thought like everything was gonna be ridiculous. In, in New York, yeah, it was crazy. Like I, I, I could have afforded the, the meal, and my friend paid for it. I was like, I can almost pay for this. But yeah, there's there's I'll the Patriot Bar an- in New York. They have like three dollar PBR cans, which was a bargain. <laughs> so. so, you fell in love with Michigan. Your wife fell in love with Michigan first. You decided to move out here. You have relatives that are in a cemetery. <laughs> Yes. And you and you landed in Lansing. Yep. What do you see now? Now that I've been here as far as... What do you see... Well, let me rephrase that. I'm trying not to answer the question. 
someone was complaining recently, you know, on the book of face. Yes. About how people weren't coming out to a certain show at a certain restaurant. And it was just all this like, well, blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, I haven't been to Lansing in 20 years. And when I left, there was no scene. And I'm sure there's no scene now. And I was like, what do you mean there's no scene? There's a scene. Just it's not being seen. Right. That means there's an S-C-E-N-E that's not being S-E-E-N. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's always stuff going on. It's like I go through my events, like set my week up, and I'm like, yeah, no, I have to make decisions because there's literally too many things going on at once. Like it's like I'd like to be in this in Old Town, but unfortunately this is happening in Rio Town. But now I'm over here, and it's just there's always something. There's always something to do. And if you live in Lansing, Michigan's a state of day trips. So there's that too. It's like, oh, I want to go down. You know, you you can leave Lansing in the morning, and be in Chicago in the afternoon if you want to. Exactly. And, Exactly. All right. So we're going to talk more about the cool stuff. We're going to talk about more about the lot because there is a lot in this spot. Yep. So we've learned a little bit about you. Thank you for introducing us to the audience. Oh, yeah. All right. Yourself. You know, I do what I can. (laughs) I'm only one man. It's all about the team. All right, and then we're gonna we're gonna get into a little bit more nitty gritty about the cool things in Metro Lansing, Lansing proper, with the A and E with Eminem and Eminem on the Lansing Stratosphere podcast things and stuff. I am Metro Malik, and that's a show. <laughs>